0: The following program's views, claims, or representations may not reflect those of AM1420 The Answer or Salem Media Group. The estate planning team is an Ohio-registered
1: investment advisor. The following is for informational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any securities or financial products. Be sure to consult with a qualified financial advice and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein you have financial goals and dreams we can help you achieve them welcome to financial food for thought the show that answers all the questions on how to maximize your lifestyle and
2: preserve your wealth Thank you so much for being here tonight. I spoke to Congresswoman McSally this evening, and I'm grateful for her service. We both ran for the Senate for the same reason, because we want what's best for Arizona and for our country. As I head to serve our great state in the United States Senate, I <laughs> pledge to double down on this approach. During my six years in Congress, I've tried to be a cheerful warrior, willing to work with literally anyone to get things done.
1: (laughs) I've tried hard to help others see
3: our common humanity and find our common ground.
2: And I'm proud of how this approach has worked. We've delivered (laughs) real results for families, for veterans, and for business in Arizona.
1: Well, there you go. This is... I can't believe she ended up winning this election.
3: Yeah. The, yeah.
1: This is Kristen Cinema, of course, mm-hmm. right? Remember the, the witch sympathizer, right? Remember? Yeah. She was the far, she was far left. This is the Arizona. Right. We, we thought, you know, Martha McSally had won. They right. announced that she had won until the recount. And then Kristen, I'm gonna, I'm gonna start, you know, and remember she, she was the one that, uh, a, a number of years ago, she invited the um, the 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 coven, right? The, right. The, the 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 Pagan cluster coven of Arizona to, to come to one of her rallies. You know, and I, you know,
3: it just seems so far off the
1: wall. And and I'm gonna start calling her Samantha, right? You know, do you oh, remember yeah. the the I'll show? Be witch. Yeah, I
3: love that show. Right.
1: She kind of looks like Samantha. You know, she's okay. She's I don't know blonde. if I've seen her. Oh, I just blonde, read the article. Very pretty. Can I say pretty? Can I call a woman pretty on the air? Is that? I I, 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 I think that? that's safe. Maybe not
3: though is that uh
1: um, anyways a very a very attractive <laughs> right. blonde about the same age as lives in right. Montgomery when you know she was filming that um I keep an eye on this one, yeah, um, we'll see how she does it, uh in her career because to me, this was kind of a shocker um that after we had thought mcsally had won um so we'll see, but you know. Yeah, and, and I don't know that the, um, the pagan cluster, so this is, this. I went to their website, Carrie. Okay. Um, and uh, here's their website. Grounded in magic and activism, moving between shadow and light, we gather in community to work the deep and radical magic of resisting the destruction of all we love and support, all working for justice and liberty. Rooted together, we crack through the concrete to grow and use our gifts to heal the earth and her people. Okay. Um, The pagan cluster is a loose gathering of individuals and infinity groups who who bring an earth-based spirituality to global justice and peace actions. With courage and friendship, our community strives to create a better world. We practice the art of changing global consciousness by incorporating music, drums, ritual, myth, humor, and magic into our actions. And, you know, they so they show up at all these rallies, mm-hmm. these left wing rallies, and they do their chants, you know, when they're marching on, you know, Washington or whatever. Right. So here's one of their chants. The earth is alive. She is not for sale. When her people work together. Yes, we will prevail. I, I mean, is, is this the midterm election that won't die, Carrie? I mean, we're I going into Thanksgiving and this election just seems to keep going and going and going once
3: everybody takes a like a sigh of relief that you don't have to listen to the political ads or the or the news of election whatever's decided is done you hopefully went out and did your vote and did what you could to control it and at least if you made your vote count and whether you're party one or the person or not you move on and then there's other news where this is just lingering and
1: right and and a lot of ohio stuff going on of course you know um You know, Renacy's upset because he's saying that the, the GOP, you know, money machine didn't back him in his Senate race. That's why he lost the Sherrod Brown. Sherrod Brown's on Cloud Nine talking about running for POTUS in in 2020. And a lot of people think there's some, you know, traction there. Then you have, um, now, um, Jim Jordan just lost his bid. He wanted to become the, what would be the minority leader in the House right now since, Nancy Pelosi looks like well we'll see if she get regains her majority <laughs> leadership but um, you know because Paul did, Ryan's right. retiring. But and, did you
3: see? I saw there was a move. I watched this. I've tried to not watch that much political news this week. And there's a whole movement hashtag. Uh, what was it? Something like not Nancy this time or something that they' yeah. Democrats are trying to. I'm not sure exactly what. It right. Was, I mean. I mean. I. I maybe or,
1: guess. I'm. You know. Nothing against Nancy. Um. But <laughs> maybe someone younger.
3: Yeah.
1: I don't know. Uh, maybe someone a little less elite?
3: Yeah, or or a little less out of touch from the rest of America maybe.
1: Um, you know, but um so anyways, Jim Jordan, he didn't get his bid, you know, Kevin McCarthy, who is Paul Ryan's handpicked you know, successor. Okay. He'll have the minority. And then we have the now um and actually talking about Pelosi, we actually think that our own um uh, Marsha Fudge is going to challenge her. Okay. Um and you know she's you know the plane is reporting she's considering to, uh, making a, a run against Nancy. So uh we'll see. So I, I don't know is it just me or does this midterm election feel different?
3: Yeah.
2: Go
1: ahead. It's go uh, ahead. it's
3: different this time, right? Isn't that the theme of America lately? Well, good morning everyone. You're listening to Financial Food for thought. We're a financial educational radio talk program here to give you helpful information about issues and news and concepts that hopefully can educate our listeners and hopefully make them or allow them to make better financial choices. We are sponsored by the estate planning team. And the estate planning team is a fee based local Ohio registered fiduciary planning firm that's been helping people for more than 30 years in the Cleveland area through unbiased objective advice and analysis. And our recommendations are always based on detailed analysis, um, that we, um, objective detailed analysis. And we're also known for comprehensive, coordinated, customized plans, and we also help people with hourly planning and made those changes over the years as many people you know, do pieces and parts of planning themselves, but usually there's some gap or some area we can possibly help with. We offer a free consultation for people who want to come in. Uh, we'll talk about the show, different ways we may be able to help you, um, but I wanted to remind people you can come in for a free consultation. Um, we do that by phone or in person. We have offices around the greater Cleveland area, and also we have um, a website. You can go to financialfoodforthought.com. You can sign up for newsletters. I have posted the January planning classes. Um, They're in Middleburg Heights. We have an IRA and Roth planning class and a retirement planning class posted there. Um, You can sign up now. They're free to attend. and those are in January. I know a lot of times right now with the holidays, um, people aren't thinking quite about that. That's why I haven't done classes. And we haven't had time because we're in our busy season with year-end planning. And I know, Mark, you're, we're, we both have some case studies on that issues. It's looking for opportunities in this twenty. 20- 18 tax year that you can take advantage of, especially with the new tax laws. It makes it much more complicated than a normal crazy year in planning season.
1: Right. And still the, the still is, you know, we're beyond, you know, we're in mid-November now and and you want to make sure that you don't um, like if you have a required minimum distribution, you make sure that get done. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're thinking about a Roth conversion, you know, are you still have room in your to do that? Um, you have to start making some final decisions now because as we get closer to the end of the year, it gets bottlenecked because, you know, as the baby boomer wave gets into these annual decisions and things that they have to do with their All year-end right. planning, th- you're not the only one who's trying to get something done by December 31st.
3: Which this year... Um, I believe the last Friday in December is December 28th. So, and with the, ho- the way the holidays are falling, um, we talk to our clients about getting what's the drop dead date. You're going to hear us talk about that,
1: right? You, and, that, and, what, and let me talk okay. about what they what you mean by right. that, Carrie. Right? In other words, so if you have not done your required minimum, or you're still thinking of doing a Roth conversion, those things have to be done by December 31st. So, what Carrie what what, what Carrie's referencing to is that if you haven't done that yet you might want to at least call your investment advisor or the custodian of your plan and ask them they say you know or find out on their website if they're publishing a what we call a drop dead date or in other words a date that they say hey if if you want to make sure that we guarantee that this event gets done by December 31st you have to have the good paperwork into us by a certain date
3: Right, and for some we've heard from clients December 3rd, December 7th. I know also if people have non-qualified annuities because sometimes if you don't have IRAs, um I'll talk about it in my case. Um You're still you know, trying to target something right, for this something tax year. the taxable to max out lower brackets or a zero bracket. Some of those have been December 14th. To say, so, right. you and, know, and, that's only yeah. a few weeks away.
1: And and one we, that I was checking on this week, the client called back and said Mark they're saying December 29th. And, uh-huh. it's, and it's like well is who's did you talk to the agent your investment advisor or did you talk to the custodian because I don't know if I would go that far and and, and-, and try to trigger one of these of, uh you know on December 29th
3: just because I do a lot with the clients making sure the paperwork gets submitted even if they're doing distributions throughout the year and I get um either the client gives us permission to call or I get the client on and we call together and so sometimes it's easier that I know the questions to ask it's calling and saying and I typically when a company gets paperwork on average it could be a couple days before it gets reviewed is yeah, it in good order because so, you're
1: not the only baby boomer who's doing this
3: and that could be any time during the air that seems standard It takes some time to get in their system. And then from the time it's in good order starts their normal processing. Some companies are three to four days, some are seven to 10, and those are business days. So that's why you really need to be careful of those dates to make sure that doesn't happen. Mark, remember, we had that case.
1: Yeah, we've learned from past experiences. We, when,
3: when clients said, oh no, it can get done by, it was like the last right, week in I, December right, and without a problem.
1: Right. She, right. We, 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 our client was, you know, they were, she wanted to trigger a Roth conversion before December 31st. So she had called her investment advisor and he said, oh, Mrs. Smith, no problem. Um, you know, even though it was late in December, it was still plenty of time to get it done. So, uh, we followed up in, after the new year and, you know, when we, because we, you know, one of the things, the first thing we do in January for our clients is we gather their net worth because we have a, we have a written plan that projected where we think their net worth should be at the end of one year, at any one year, right? Mm-hmm. And that's the first thing we do in maintenance is say, okay, are we there? Are you, right. are you ahead of plan? Are you behind a plan? Why do we need to make changes? Anyways, when we were looking over the information, then we, we realized that we, like, wait, I don't see, uh, the documentation that the Roth conversion was done and the client hadn't even noticed it she's going yeah I guess you're right You know, in other words there was, there was no uh, showing on her IRA statement that the, that the money moved over to a Roth IRA so she called, this is now in the first week of January right? or the second mm-hmm. week of January, whenever we did it, so she calls her investment advisor and he said well I don't know Mrs. Smith, let me check on that she comes back and says oh yeah it didn't get done Oh, but don't worry, Mrs. Smith. We're going to do it right now. And, and luckily our client did not say go ahead and do it right now. She called us back and said, well, it didn't get done. They're going to do it right now. And I said, well, hold up here. Well, hold the train because I, we wanted it for tax purposes. We had planned for it happening last year. I'm not so sure we want to do it this tax year, you know, and, and see that's so, so the, the investment advisor was going to compound the error. Mm-hmm. By just making a, an off-the-cuff, oh, sorry we didn't get it done last week, meaning last year, we'll get right. it done this week, meaning a whole new tax rate. Hold on. This is why coordination advisors is so important.
3: Right, and that's what the estate planning team does. And, uh, you know, if you want to take advantage of, we have some limited openings to look at these year-end planning issues and opportunities. And you can call the estate planning team and schedule. You can either do it by phone or in person. We do have evening availability. That's 440. Zero two three nine twenty ninety. That's four four zero two three nine twenty ninety. Also, if you want to come in for other issues, sometimes we have people wanting to retire and then you know by year end that still come in. Um, we're scheduling appointments now through. Actually, is that a hand carry? The end of. No, hint for what? No, never mind, go ahead. Oh, through the end of January for people, or people want to resolute and start the year outright, we can go, we have a couple people on the January schedule that if you just want to go ahead and start. But we have people who make, you know, decide to retire and... Or sometime it's a forced retirement. We've had those um, over the last month.
1: Yeah, I'm just making sure that you're not planning on no, retirement oh at the end no, of the year. No, I'm not
3: going anywhere. Um, and you can call, again, for that free consultation or, or go to the website and sign up for our new um, January planning classes at 440-239-2090. That's 440-239-2090 or visit financialfoodforthought.com.
1: All right. And listen to Mark Dolly and Kara Waddell. We're the current co-owners of the estate planning team. The estate planning team has been helping Cleveland families build custom financial plans for over 33 years. Mm. And we do it one plan, one family at a time. And this is kind of our happy Thanksgiving show, right? Mm -hmm. Carrie? So we'll wish everyone a happy Thanksgiving. Um, we, you know, we don't normally record on the weekend of Thanksgiving because everybody, you know, deserves a holiday and spend time with their family. So this show will probably be repeated. Mm-hmm. Um, so anything you didn't catch on today's program you can check in maybe you'll
3: be out doing the holiday shopping uh, next right. weekend <laughs> um, and we
1: hope everyone has like are you going to do any black friday shopping
3: oh no i never As, do that is,
1: is black friday like done
3: i don't know i never is i it maybe like it did years, years ago, ago. Like, I think, a, like, like a
1: burnt turkey i a, think a, 10
3: years ago i went out at like four in the morning and people were fighting in target over a cart and somebody threw something at yeah, I mean, and i just walked out and said you know what there's uh, yeah, nothing I, mean, I want. I think if you know what you want to buy that, and there's certain deals that you've seen and you, you do purposeful shopping, it may not be a bad idea, but well if you're just i don't know some people still i know enjoy it i know um i have friends and family that love to do it uh, i'm just not a but i'm me, not a shopper anyway well to
1: me the world of amazon and now Walmart's get, is promising free shipping and yeah whatever, i'm just not know. a shopper
3: so target
1: so. i mean uh, is the is the days of you know really getting up at four in the morning three in the morning to wait in line on a cold, blistery. Oh, and you know, day. a lot of
3: stores start at like Thanksgiving evening.
1: Well, that's the other point. It's like, it's just pushbacks. I mean, right. and w- every year it seems like the Black Friday sales start. It starts like,
3: early at three o'clock it, or five o'clock it's, on. It's like the POTUS
1: election. That's right. all we're here now for the next <laughs> two years. Um, so yeah, so, um, I don't know, but we'll see how the Black Friday sales go. All right. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so this is, this is a time, um, we do a lot of, um, you know, year-end planning. And we have a couple of cases. you got a case, Mm Gary, that you're going to go through. I've got one that we'll go through. Um, And I don't know. I just, hopefully, um, we can stop talking about the midterm elections. But to me, it's like they just won't die. I mean, Mm -hmm. maybe we'll know by Thanksgiving who won Florida, you know, hopefully. Um, But, uh, you know, we'll see. Um, I've got a rock and roll birthday boomer. All right. And I think... The cut I'm going to play kind of sums up to me this midterm election. Okay. Okay. So, our Rock and Roll birthday boomer, I'm going to see if I can give you a clue. Um, he was born on this date in 1946. Okay. He's a senior baby boomer. Right?
3: All right.
1: He's British. Right? Is that no, that
3: doesn't, that
1: doesn't help. Um, but um, so, I'm going to give you the cut I'm going to play is from
3: 1972.
1: Okay. It, it, how are you doing on the 7th?
3: Mm, not usually. I don't know if you're going to get
1: his name. I'm going to give you... What I'm going to do this... I'm going to give you lyrics. Okay. Um, oh,
3: that probably won't help in all honesty.
1: And to the cut. because If you even get the cut, I'll give you the, the win okay. today. I'll give you... Go easy on Thanksgiving. I don't think you're going to get the guitarist name of the band, but... Um, oh, no. Um, but, uh, okay. So, here's part of the lyrics. And see if you think this has any relation to our midterm election. Okay. <laughs> The title Destruction: the Moral melee. does that help you No, that? not a
3: okay. bit
1: um the elastic retreat rings the close of play as the last wave uncovers the new way. Did we oh. have a blue wave carry
3: no mm, I don't think so it's
1: that's a toss up right um. Okay, this I had one, one I one of
3: the news said it was a half a wave, not a wave. They were saying not a wave you could surf, but maybe a little wave. You right, could. <laughs> okay,
1: not that I've ever surfed before, but either. Um, all right, now um it's hard to do it on Lake Erie. Um, okay, I know this is the lyric, Carrie. That probably you know, I really don't mind if you sit this one out. See, Carrie, right now. I would say the majority of the baby boomer rock and rollers know what song I'm talking about. Okay. But that doesn't, that opening line doesn't do anything for you.
3: Not even a bit.
1: But I think there's a lot of, you know, maybe people or politicians were hoping that maybe that the Americans sat this election out because it, yeah. also, you know, it was a high turnout and maybe you're not happy, but maybe you are happy with the results. Um, Let's see if I can. Um, here's the last one. And then Gary I'll um, your wise men don't know how it feels to be thick as a brick. Yeah, not that doesn't do anything for you.
3: No, not hmm. even close.
1: Okay, well, we'll keep tuned for that one. All right, so Carrie, so um, you know we're we're talking about um, year-end planning, and let's you know what do we mean by that? Well, it, it's it's always the idea that. Any every you know year stands alone. In other words, you know your decisions, financial decisions you make this year, it might not be the same ones you make next year or or the following year or the following year. You know, life changes. Obviously, Um, you should be coordinating with your other advisors to be looking like. I mean, the standard stuff. You know, are you looking to harvest some losses before year end? Are you making sure that you you you're not missing a required minimum distribution? Um, and are you make sure that you've got enough taxes paid in? You know, again, we all year we've been talking about the idea that we have a new tax law for 2018. And it, unbeknownst to you, or maybe without your consent, as maybe we we're saying it, your payroll departments or your custodians, if you have set pensions and things mm-hmm. like that, where you have withholding on, they might have lowered your federal withholding because they were told to do that by the government. Right. Um, but in reality, they may have lowered it too much and you may end up owing on, you know, April 15th, you know, in other words, and so the warning by the IRS and, and other professionals have been going out all year, you've got to check your withholding and, and, and make sure that you think that you've got enough paid in, um, and so right now, you know, the, you know, we're working with a lot of our clients' tax preparers and and, and we're getting their latest pay stubs and their pension stubs. And a lot of times you don't get a pension stub. you got to request it. Or, you know, call them up and say, hey, can you throw me a bone here and give me the year-to-date numbers? Um, and the idea is, you know, you got to work with your safe harbors and say, okay, how much withholding should I have? You know, so I'm, you know, it's okay to owe money on April 15th unless you owe too much. You right, know, then as you're, long as
3: you owe without a penalty.
1: Right, and those are the safe harbors we talk about all the time. Um, you know, and so the idea is, yeah, you sometimes have got to, you know, it's still not too late. You know, if, if you are under withheld, there may, you may still have time, meaning there's still, you may still have a few pays left that you can adjust the, to the withholding to what you need. So you don't get fan mail from the IRS, uh, you know, April 15th. The other thing too is if, if maybe there wasn't enough withholding on your pension or maybe you didn't elect any withholding on your social security and, you know, so you're, you're, you're under the withholding for your safe harbor, but you haven't done your required minimum distribution yet. Well, that's a good opportunity that says, okay, when I've, I've got to get my required minimum distribution done, but now I know what withholding election I need to make.
3: Now, what even you're talking about that, but also it's cash flow needs, especially people are worried about the market. You know, maybe you don't have cash flow needs between now and the end of the year. Maybe you do with gifting in the holidays. But what if you need cash flow or yeah additional expenses coming up the early part of 2019? Maybe it will be cheaper to raise the cash you need in 2018. For early 2019, depending on what other things are going to be going on in 2019, I know we have some people that for work get bonuses um, and they're being deferred. So maybe they want to make some maneuvers this year. So there's a lot of things to look at, which actually helps people get more net benefit. So it's not just about it is about the tax, but it's also creating the cash flow people need long term as tax efficiently as possible.
1: All right, so you've got a, a, a year-end right. case. Okay, so, so why don't right. you... Um,
3: All right, so I was talking about year-end planning issues and opportunities and... Oh.
1: Kara, did you forget to turn that's your That's not
3: my phone, Mark. I think that's, that's
1: yours. Phone. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry.
3: Because <laughs> I always make sure my silence before Who's, I know, No, they, they just
1: not call me when I'm on the air. Am I... <laughs> right. probably
3: those million telemarketers. I probably sorry, get I agree. Go ahead. Go six ahead. or seven. But anyways, I wanted to talk about the cumulative benefit of looking at um, planning examples. We have a client, we've had this client for more than 10 years and I actually went back the last eight years starting in um, or last eight or nine years, starting in 2010 beyond. And she happened to be in a zero bracket. Most of those years um, she had a small pension, social security, she had quite a bit of assets and when she started with us she had a small ira she had some e bonds and she had some old annuities um so over the years we've you know helped do all our what do we call is our life flow plan which is our math model that we do these long term projections and getting her the um spending that she needed and the cash flow for she had home improvements she wasn't a really big traveler she did a little bit of family gifting um So she wasn't a big spender, but we were able to, you know, when she first started with us, she was in a zero bracket. And she said, well, I don't have to do anything. Now, some years she itemized, some she didn't. Um, But over the years, we were able to take money. It started out with her IRAs. Um, Some years it was also looking at our e-bonds that were maturing and our annuities. And we were able to calculate, depending on what other things were hitting on her tax return and how she was itemizing and different medical expenses to see how much more she could pull from these tax qualified assets or tax deferred assets and max out her zero bracket.
1: That's a, that's, that's a no huge. brainer.
3: Especially because the first quarter for her, um, was expensive. She had a long term care premium. An old policy that she had, actually, she got probably 15 years ago, um, and she was lucky enough to have low premium. She had a, a small life insurance, but she usually had some other expenses that she did early on. Right. Some maintenance, home maintenance stuff.
1: Yeah, so if you're in retirement and you're in a zero bracket and you can get money out of your tax-qualified plans basically tax-free because you have the room to do it, I don't know if you'll ever get it out mm-hmm. less than that tax wise.
3: Right. So just going back to 2010, now every year varied because of what she was itemizing the e I'm not going to go in that much detail, but in 2010, I'm going to use round numbers we were able to, she was able to get 3000 out additional without paying any taxes. Okay. In 2011 it was 4000. 2012 it was 3500, 2013 was 4000, 2014 was 4500, 2015 was 5000, 2016 was again about 3000 and 2017 was 6000 and 2018 this year actually because of some of the new tax law changes she got rid of all her e bonds she was able to do 7000 bam so it was almost 48000 she was able to do out of that time period and pay no taxes on money that she thought at some point she would have to pay taxes
1: that's like you know taking those tax qualified those tax deferred assets where they were Tax-deferred, not necessarily tax-free mm-hmm. like a Roth IRA but or a muni bond, but actually turning them into tax-free. Right.
3: And, and some of the things that she's got to look because now she's in her mid-80s, and the travel's done early on. Maybe she would go some family trips and day trips. She doesn't really spend money. She doesn't want a new car. She loves her car. She replaced it probably five years ago, said she doesn't put that many miles. She's going to keep it. Other than going out, he hobby, she volunteers, she knits, she does some reading. One thing we talked about, because she's like, sometimes I don't know what to spend the money. You know, we've had this conversation about she's paying someone to she still lives in her home to clean her house. Like do some of like, even though you're not spending on hobbies, she's so tired of cleaning. Yeah, She's so tired of cooking. So now she eats out more with her friends. She has somebody coming in clean once a week. So even though you're not spending it on the same things as maybe somebody else, the travel and the hobbies or the golf or whatever theater tickets that you're spending it on something yeah, else that's some going to make your life easier. Lifestyle
1: spending. Yeah. You know, right. That's the category that we use at the estate planning team when we're building a custom financial plan. It's discretionary. It could be some people, it could be. Uh and we even keep that separate from travel actually right. you know we travel as its own category but you know but lifestyle it could be hobbies it could be golfing it could be gardening it could be whatever your hobby is it could just be fam. a lot of times it's mm-hmm. family outings they want to know you know the, our clients want to know hey can we, you know, go out to dinner with our family, right. or, you know, or, or, you know, or just eat yourself more entertainment, um, going out to the, like you're saying, the shows or the sporting events or something like that. It's, you know, a, you know, we can a hobby, but a, it is lifestyle spending or getting more help around the house. Right. Um, you know, you want to, you know, you know, a lot of times people don't want to leave their house. They love mm-hmm. their house, but they need help. They need outside help. You know, they need right. inside help. And that's another form of that. So, so am I'm
3: just saying i wanted to explain Somebody that that was me, the a, they left
1: me a voice oh you
3: have to check me. that the cumulative benefit over time and taking the time to look at these issues so that's almost fifty thousand you took out and paid no taxes on it so there's opportunities, you know, if you just look for them. And that's what we do at the estate planning team. If you want to look for us to look at that for you and look what opportunities you may be missing out on. Remember, we offer the free consultation. We only recommend our services if you're someone who can benefit from the type of planning we offer. And you can come in for a free consultation at 440 239 2090, that's 440 239 or visit the website and sign up for our January planning classes at financialfoodforthought.com. Remember, we have hourly and retainer options um, to meet your needs.
1: It's the IRS, Carrie.
3: Ooh. You know, uh, the IRS doesn't one, call you, Mark. That's
1: one of the scams. Wait, wait, see if I can play this. They left me a voicemail. All right.
3: IRS has filed a lawsuit against your name for tax evasion. So, before
2: anything goes wrong, give us a call back as soon as possible at our callback number. Thank you.
1: Well, thank you. Oh, Gary, have you gotten any of these?
3: I've gotten ones that say your social. I got actually two this week that my social security. It was a kind of it was a mail robocall that's saying my social security number was associated with criminal associated with criminal activity. If I didn't call this number, I uh, you know they were going to file a lawsuit. Right, but I didn't call back. So
1: if you've never heard this before, don't get excited. It's no. a scam.
3: Yeah, now they're using automated calls.
1: Um, the IRS has
3: filed a lawsuit against your new so tax evasion
1: okay so they want you to call back
3: and, and can i tell you tell people don't call back well i, I, don't, well, I made a mistake a couple years back. ago that's what i'm just saying because they will keep calling you i did that i was home i think i had a few, I was sick from work one of the few right. days and i was mad that they were calling and harassing me and i actually talked to a live person and i called back and i said some not nice things and they just kept calling me over okay weeks. i'm calling back harry <laughs> You're gonna open up that can of worms.
1: See if anyone picks up. What happened? What happened there? It says it's busy. They must be getting while See if anyone picks up. That sounded pretty threatening. Yeah. But the IRS filed a lawsuit.
3: I'm surprised. Usually I call back and then the number sometimes is disconnected or...
1: I don't know if anyone's going to pick up. I I think they want my money. I mean...
3: You'd think they'd pick up even on a Saturday. You
1: know, I knew that, you know, President Trump's pick for the new IRS commissioner was confirmed by the Senate, but I don't think that was Charles Reddick on the phone. (laughs) I don't think so either. Well, I guess they're not going to answer, which is typical. So the the point here that apparently this IRS scam is not over, and now they got the robos calling you. Right,
3: instead of the live instead person. Instead of
1: the, the, yeah. And, you know, the, the thing is, don't panic when you get that phone call. You know, the IRS has continued to come out and say, don't fall for these scams. Mm-hmm. We do not make personal phone calls. Okay, um, we do not threaten you with lawsuits over the phone, mm-hmm. or we do not say you have to get out your credit card number and give it to us, or you're going to, someone's going to come over to your house and arrest you. Right. All right. Um, and, you know, you kind of go from there. Um, all right, Kara, so. So the the case that you have, you know, so that that's a that's a no brainer. You know, if you ever, you know, have if you if you're in a zero tax bracket and and retired and still um, deferring in tax qualified plans or tax deferred assets, you might want to look and say, hey, just uh, for fun, how much could I get out this year and still remain zero? Mm -hmm. Now, you don't have to spend that if you don't want to. Um, You could reinvest it. You could build up your cash reserve. Um, but if that's all set, you know, if it is out of an IRA and you're not in a required minimum distribution yet or you've already. Um, got your required minimum distribution done for the year, and you're taking more out of that IRA. For example, you could convert it to Roth IRA. Right okay. um, now, there's rules about Roth IRAs, and we don't have time, you know, we, we, we to go through them all here. But you know, if you, if you, you know, we do talk a lot about you know at our classes coming right. up, Carrie. And you said you announced the classes right in or
3: January, right? Okay.
1: So what are the class dates? Or I'll go. With you thinking up. about that, but no, okay. I'll
3: let me pull I did have it up on my phone. That um, I did.
1: The um if
3: you ask me. I was trying to get people to go to our website, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> they are Wednesday, January sixteenth from three to five thirty is the IRA and Tax Qualified and Roth planning class. And that's in Middleburg Heights at three o'clock. And uh the retirement planning class for people who are close to retirement, ten years or less or already in retirement, is Tuesday, January twenty second from six to eight thirty. Right. So they're both in Middleburg Heights, and they're both on the website.
1: I know what you were doing to carry on your phone. You were checking my lyrics to try to find the, the baby boomer. Really don't mind if you sit this one out? No, you can't cheat, Carrie. <laughs> no, I don't. Uh, um, all right. It, you now.
3: think if I cheated, I actually might know 50% of them and I don't?
1: All right. So. <laughs> So, I've got another case study that I was working on. And this is a little bit maybe a little bit higher um net worth or net or taxable income individual couple. Um but it's the same thing. In, in other words, no, they they've lost the zero tax threshold as, you know, many right. people have. But the question is, what's your next threshold? Mhm. You know, don't ask the neighbor what their threshold is or, you know. Might be different. Or don't ask your, <laughs> your, your grandma, you know. Um, but, you know, what's yours? And, and just worry about yourself. Mm -hmm. You know, it's a and sharpen your own elbows and and, you know, you look for opportunities in a very complicated tax code and also make sure that you don't wind up getting fan mail from the IRS or, you know, that you you start working on a longer plan and and, you know, missing a required minimum, you know, that 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 comes with a 50 percent penalty. Now, again. If you miss a required minimum, and we know from the court's cases and, and the public, the tax publications that many, many baby boomers are missing their required minimum. Right. There's, you know, they, they still don't understand the the dates, you know, that April 1st of the year following the calendar year you attain age 70 and a half, right? And mm-hmm. what does that mean? And, 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 and things like that. Um, and, and again, if you do miss it, don't, again, don't panic because so many baby boomers are missing that. You know, the IRS has had to give some relief, right? So there mm-hmm. is a form out there. It's the 5329 form, okay? you know, additional taxes on qualified plans. And that's a form that you and your tax preparer or CPA, if, if you're in that unlucky position where you missed the required minimum, that you try, you know, you be upfront, the quicker you get to it, the better. But the idea is, you know, the IRS is showing a lot of leniency. Especially for first-time offenders, right. um, so you know, you know, and you can I don't. Th- all- I
3: wonder if I doubt if you're a repeat offender, they're gonna. Um, <laughs>
1: But you know, again, you know, just uh claiming ignorance all the time isn't gonna work. Isn't
3: gonna fly, right.
1: And, and and the fact of the matter is, you know, again, what you can see by these case studies that we're going today, where a lot of times we're saying if you're waiting till seventy and a half to begin to learn about your required minimum distribution rules, you may be waiting too long. Right.
3: Come to the class, or better yet, if you come in for the free consultation, we'll actually run your numbers and you'll show if you followed minimum required distribution. How much you actually have in that left in that asset um at your life expectancy will even show how much if you just followed minimum, how much you'd pay in taxes, how much is left for your heirs, and how much really how much the government gets is the same as how much you pay in taxes. The cumulative amount and I think you'd be surprised.
1: Um so the case I was working on you know, you know. So first of all, you know, the robot said if the if the client doesn't do anything, you know, they're just stand pat. You know, mm-hmm. and, we're, and we worked with their CPA, and, and you know, we know what their you know projected their pro forma twenty eighteen based on a new law, what it's going to mean for them. Okay, and we always zero in maybe on three or four different numbers. You know, one is adjusted gross income, right? Because a lot of the tax thresholds are based on adjusted gross income right. or modified adjusted gross income, where you may have to add back in your tax-free interest, municipal interest, to AGI to get MAGI, M-A-G-I, modified adjusted gross income, okay? So in this case, their AGI was 99250 okay? Then we look at taxable income, okay, because some of the tax thresholds are based on taxable income you know that's after you know deductions mm-hmm. and things right okay so their taxable income was 72650 then of course they're interested in the what they're interested in is how much is my federal tax going to be right, right? so in this case it was $4,737 and ohio was going to be 1384 so total tax 6121 and and currently they're in the new 12% tax bracket okay all right so, you know, then what's next? Um, well, one of the things is, you know, p- part of their makeup of their income is that, you know, we checked with their investment advisor and they had a lot of year to date capital gains. Okay. Okay. So they have taxable brokerage accounts. And so, and and you know, and and again, if you've got taxable accounts, you want to be asking. See, this is what a lot of Americans are going to be upset about, Gary, because they're if you're if you know you're going to compare last year's investment performance with this year's investment performance. So last year was a very good year in the markets, right. and a lot of our clients, you know, actually had double digit returns. Now mm-hmm. they know that's not going to happen. I mean, that, Each you know, and every year, but this year, a lot of them have negative returns year to date.
3: So take advantage of that as far as tax.
1: Well, hold on. This is the problem. Okay. So even though they've got, uh, so you're looking at last year, gee, I had double digit returns. This year, I've got a negative return year today. But when they look at their realized capital gains, it's the same level as last year.
3: See, see, that's the trick. You have to That's look the, the problem.
1: See, see, they were okay when they had a lot of realized capital gains because they have to pay taxes on realized capital gains. Now, remember, if this is an account that's in an IRA, the, the, it's irrelevant because you're only paying taxes on what you're pulling out. Right. If this is in a taxable account, those realized taxable you know, gains, you have to pay the, the piper. So they're okay having realized gains when they have a nice return in the market. They're They're kind of shocked when we find out that they have large capital gains and they have a negative return the year in the market that hurts yeah and what do you say about that well Ask your investment advisor, but basically that's the market. See, professional investment advisors, they still have to be active in volatile markets, because remember, their plan is long-term. They want to say, yeah, but we had to make changes. We had to lock in some gains before a market loss, or we're repositioning to, to stocks we want to own for the next five years, or bonds for the next five years, and bonds have maybe been negative year-to-date, but we still are taking a bigger risk alternative to all stocks. You can't be 100% stocks. So they're doing what you hired them to do. It's just in a year like this, hurts but in either case don't be blindsided by that so if, if you're trying to do your year uh, planning and you don't know what your realized capital gains are you know call up your investment advisor and say hey or throw me a bone you know th- you know and by the way does your tax preparer doesn't know he is not gonna know what your realized capital gains coordination of advisors right mm-hmm. all right so we did that and then their, and their investment advisor came back and says "Oh, year they got twenty thousand dollars in capital gains all right but they're in you know right now with the taxable income at 72650 okay they're still in the zero long term capital gain rate okay and the zero qualified dividend rate all right? so that's maybe a threshold that they want to max out right okay um because as long as they can stay you know in a, uh, now that was a slight change with the tax law this year right um, before that, the the 0% long-term capital gains rate was tied to the 15% tax bracket. Under the new Tax Cuts and Jobs Act, it's slightly changed that. It's no longer tied to the brackets. It's actually tied to a taxable income amount. Okay. All right. So married filing jointly, for example, for 2018, that's 77200 okay? okay. So remember in this case, example, right now their taxable income is at 72650 Okay. Okay. So they got a little bit of room there. So they actually, if they wanted to max out their zero long term capital gain tax rate or in, and that's also their zero qualified dividend rate. Okay. They have, they could do about a four point five, about $4,500 additional, you know, tax qualified distribution. Okay. Now they're not seventy and a half yet, so they don't have a required minimum. So they could convert that to Roth, or they could build up their cash reserve, or reinvest in a in a, a non qualified you know uh, portfolio. All right. Now I mentioned they were in the twelve percent bracket. So how much room do they have if they say, well, Mark, I, you know, I I I'm, I'm okay. How much room do I have in my twelve percent bracket? Okay. All right. Now, this case you can run a couple of them rates, but I'm going to run them for them the marginal 12%. Okay, meaning after deductions. Okay. So, you know, in that case they could do a $30,000 distribution. Okay. Now that's that's major money, right? Okay. That could help build their cash reserve or, you know, that could kick off a nice Roth conversion strategy. Okay. All right. Now, what now is obviously that's going to increase their taxes. Oh, I didn't give you the last one. Okay, so originally so right now if they don't do anything, their federal tax is 4,737. If they max out the 0% capital gains rate with a $4,500 Roth conversion, okay, their federal tax is going to be 5,277. That's not too much more, right? Right. Okay. Now, but what if they take a big leap and max out the 12%? So now their federal tax is going to be 12000 Well, that may be a little bit too rich for them, right? Right. But what I mean by maxing out 12%, you know, so if we look at their $12,155 of federal tax based on what their, you know, what their taxable income would be with the $30,000 Roth conversion, that would be 102650 You So you take 12155 divided by $102,650, and you're going to come out right about to 12%. You know, that's what you're maxing right. out. All right. Um, and then you know you're marginally starting to get into the next bracket, okay? Which you know that and and you know that gets in now. Next after that, that gets into 22 percent bracket, and there's tons of room there, right?
3: Right, but that's a great example of having enough analysis to right. make a good decision. Now
1: we did one more, and okay. not necessarily them, but a lot of people. One of the thresholds that a lot, if you're in the high income, is you're wondering, you know, before your Medicare premiums go up, right? Right. Um, and that's so, an
3: important threshold
1: okay so you know and married filing jointly all right that's um dollars dollars of modified adjusted gross income all right so when we say modified that means we've got to take their adjusted gross income and add back in their municipal or tax free interest okay this couple has about five thousand dollars a year in that category okay right so what we're doing is but they wanted to know, well if I did want it because we did this because when we were talking to their investment advisor, th- this couple still, you know, a few years away from required minimum. But based on the investment advisor's projection of rate of return, which he said use about 6%, okay. Right. If you don't know what to use, ask your investment advisor, you know, give based on how they have you allocated. Right. Um it's not guaranteed, of course, but you know, talk that's the discussion with you and your investment advisor, right? Um, but so based on that, their projected required minimum distributions were going to be $65, 60, 65000 in a few years. Okay. See, this is the point. Did they, do you know if that wave is coming for you? Because if they just wait and wait and wait for required minimum, that made them shoot them right through that threshold that they, you know, that 170, right? So the idea is how much could they do now? All right. Um, and, you know, max that out. So in that case, they could, um, it's pretty, you know, they could, you know, they could really be, they could do about a $60,000. Okay, now that's getting real expensive, right? But that would still take their uh, modified adjusted gross income to, to just below one seventy. Now their federal tax is going to be eighteen thousand nine sixty two, um, state tax thirty six ninety eight. That may be too rich for them. Right. I think it is. I don't think they're going to go with that route. But it just it starts the ball. It starts the you start thinking about these things. And you know that now, of course, they're in the twenty-two percent bracket. They might not want to go there, but you know, but you know, the idea is they may settle down on maybe some level between zero and sixty thousand, what they feel comfortable with. But at least now they're making a, you know a hedge against if our government does raise income tax rates in the future.
3: Right, and those are things that we do enough analysis so you're comfortable with your decision. Not only the the benefit as far as the bottom line benefit, but also the peace of mind that you made. A good decision. And the estate planning team does that. Remember, we're an Ohio-registered fiduciary planning firm. We've been helping people for more than 30 years. In the greater Cleveland area, we offer the free consultation either by phone or in person. You can sign up for our newsletters on the website, financialfoodforthought.com, or come out to our January planning classes on IRA and Roth planning and... IRA and Tax Qualified Asset and the Retirement Planning Class, which are posted on the website and you can sign up now. It's free to attend. We'll have a new workbook also for 2019 or take advantage of the free consultation um, and see how our process is different Um, and you can call 440-239-2090 or visit FinancialFoodForThought.com.
1: Here's a rock and roll birthday, Boomer. Remember my clues, Gary?
3: Yeah. The destruction and the morale, and I wrote well, some of them down. <laughs> some of the lyrics I wrote.
1: Here we go. Remember I said the opening line? Never heard this before? No.
3: It's not even vaguely familiar.
0: A
1: rock and roll birthday, name, birthday boomer's name, Martin Burr. And 72 today, he's the guitarist. And this is a group called Jethro Tull. Have you ever heard of Jethro Tull? Nope.
3: Not even, like, vaguely familiar.
1: This is a big hit, Carrie.
3: Okay. It was 72,
1: yeah. So, Thanksgiving. So, the malicious millennials, are they ruining Thanksgiving? Do you hear this? They're, they're upset about the big turkeys. Have you heard this? No. Yeah. So there's a, there's a movement out there that people are really upset that we're growing thirty pound turkeys for our dinner I'm table. I'm just sorry
3: that you know I figure if they're upset about anything about Thanksgiving, give me a break.
1: Um, and you know, and you know, six pounders is more like it. So you know, butterball, you know, they've got the bowling ball version of thirty oh, yeah, pounder, they have- but they also have the pickleball version. They they sell, they'll sell you a six pounder. Hello Fresh, you know that thing. Yeah, you're saying the most popular one from there is the 12 to 14 pounders. Okay, um, and you know, and you know, they say you know the, the 12 to 14 should feed about 10 people. Because that leaves them room for the pumpkin pie and whipped cream. In other words... No, okay,
3: so we're only now limited on how many people we can get together? You know, and what about leftovers? I mean, that's well, probably the best part. Yeah,
1: I mean, the, the six-pounder, is that for me only? Because I want to eat three at dinner and three leftovers. Right? But how about the green bean casserole?
3: Those are good. Okay. You know, are they upset about that, too?
1: Well, no, but um, I'm really... You know, Dorcas Riley was the one who invented that. She worked okay. for Campbell's, right? And she, you know, and you know, she was the one that came up with the recipe many, many years ago, um, where they cooked beans and soup stirred together in a casserole dish with a bit of milk, soy sauce, and black pepper, and then popped in the oven for 25 minutes, sprinkling with a crunchy fried onions, and the dish was ready to serve. A Thanksgiving staple, an estimated 20 million plus households will serve green bean casserole this turkey okay. day. She was very proud of this dish. I'm using her in the past tense. You know why, Carrie? Because she passed away. She just passed I'm reading her obituary. At the ripe old age of 92, um, she retired from Campbell's in 1988. Um, her original recipe is in uh, the National Inventors Hall of Fame. Okay. And the original card she wrote it out on. Um, And where it sits near Thomas Edison's light bulb and phonograph and Enrico Fermi's first controlled nuclear reactor. Hmm. So good for Mrs. Riley. I
3: thought uh, you were going to say that millennials were upset about it.
1: No. uh, um, (laughs) So again, so happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Um, If you still are thinking about your year end planning, it's not too late, but it's getting late. Um, it takes a coordination of advisors, you know, if you're, you know, whether that be your your tax person, your custodian or your investment advisor, your financial planner, all these things have to work together so it gets done accurately and timely.
3: All right, come in for a free no obligation consultation or sign up for our planning classes or our newsletter, call the estate planning team at 440-239-2090. Or visit FinancialFoodForThought.com and have a happy Thanksgiving.
2: Tune in next week for more Financial Food for Thought. For more information about the show, for estate planning or upcoming seminars, call the estate planning team at 440-239-2090. Thanks for listening.
0: The preceding program's views, claims, or representations may not reflect those of AM 1420 The Answer.